0: Thank you for that, Ms. Janelle. Let's uh, take our Bibles. We're going to go to the book of James, chapter number 4. If you'll also uh, turn to 2 Corinthians, chapter number 8. James, chapter number 4, and then uh, 2 Corinthians, chapter number 8. It is Missions Emphasis Month, uh, and uh, every time that I'll be preaching throughout the month, uh, we'll be, of course, connected to... Uh, the theme uh, and our, our need uh, to be praying about what we are going to do this year for Faith Promise Missions Giving and our commitment on uh, November 7th. And so that's the day we have uh, our international dinner, by the way, uh, start signing up and uh, had a bunch of ethnic food yesterday. And, uh, and so, uh, so uh, I'm, I'm charged up. I want some more. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, sign up. And if you don't know um, you know, what your background is. Somebody was, I asked somebody last week, they were standing by that, and I said, What's your, what's your heritage, your background? They really didn't know. I said, You can't, you can't just bring Heinz 57 sauce um, uh, to the thing. So there's time for you to go to genealogy.com or whatever it would be, take some kind of swab in your mouth and find out, uh, you know, uh, where you came from, uh, and, uh, uh, and then make a, a dish for that. So, uh, looking forward to that day. So, everything will be kind of connected in my preaching to it. James chapter number four uh, is not really a missions passage, all right? Uh, Not too long ago, I preached from uh, this passage of scripture. We pointed out how James had been kind of nice up to this point. uh, And then he just kind of lays into him in chapter number four. Uh, calling them names, even uh, you know, uh, says ye adulterers and adulteresses, and uh, and uh, again, uh, people in today's uh, Christianity would have a hard time uh, with uh, uh, the Bible preaching that we find in the Bible, right. uh, you know, even. And so uh, he is laying it out for them, and, and said that there were uh, there was fightings and wars among them. In verse number one, verse two says, ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have. And cannot obtain, you fight in war, you, ask, you, ask, you have not because you ask not. And so he's talking about prayer, uh, and uh, they're praying, but to consume things upon their own lust. And right. the way that we would illustrate that is, you know, God, uh, we, we have a hard time drawing a distinction between what our needs are and what our wants are. Right. Uh, like we say, you know, I need a steak dinner uh, when, you, when you need ramen noodles. Uh, and uh, we want a steak dinner, and that would be great, uh, but we can survive on a whole lot less. My pastor says after the first uh, three bites of food, we've, we've probably supplied all the nutrition necessary to live. Uh, the rest is just entertainment, uh, and, uh, and I think he is right uh, about that. Uh, and so we, we have a, a hard time delineating between those. And, uh, and it's really not that difficult. We know. Um, and, and if we pray, we know that God knows our needs before we even ask Him. Right. So as a Christian, I think it's a great thing to pray for other people's needs uh, since God already knows what your needs are. However, um, he does tell us to, to ask and receive. And, uh, but uh, these Christians were, uh, were asking for the wrong things. Uh, and they were uh, adulterers. And he says, you, uh, your um, friendship with the world is, is enmity uh, with God. And, uh, and he's just really laying it on. And he tells to them in verse number five, do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us, Lusteth the envy. Uh, and, uh, and here's the phrase that I want you to, to notice from this passage of Scripture. Uh, that I'm going to ask the Lord to bless my message and we're going to turn to the other one. Uh, here's what he says, but he giveth more grace. Amen. I love that phrase in the Bible. Uh, now, we know that we're saved by grace through faith. There's saving grace, uh, but there's also uh, varying uh, different graces. Uh, that are out there. It's not just saving grace. There's a multitude of graces. Um, even as we communicate, God says, let our speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt. So uh, it could be gracious and, uh, and uh, we extend grace uh, to one another. So we, if we did a word study on it, you'd find uh, a bunch of different kinds of graces uh, in the Bible. Well, what God says here, says that God gives more. Um, and uh, for example, the reason we can be assured, I mean, it's in the Bible. So that's a reason and good enough reason. Um, but uh, if we needed more evidence uh, that there are a multitude of graces, that when you got saved, you got all the saving grace you're going to get in salvation. Right. You can't get more saving grace. Uh, and so when God says he gives more grace, uh, if we just uh, deduce, we can, we can figure out that he's not talking about saving grace right. um, because we can't get any more. Follow me? Uh, and uh, so there's other graces. And then he says he gives that more grace uh, to the humble. And then he gives, James gives a, an outline of things that would be uh, us humbling ourselves, submitting ourselves to God and resisting the devil. And so if you want more grace... Um, humility uh, has to be present, uh, and this list of things uh, below uh, in James chapter number four also need to be there. Mm -hmm. So you can't get more saved than you are if you're saved, uh, but the grace of God and the varying graces that He has uh, that we can have in our life, we can have more of if we humble ourselves. So I've titled this morning's message, More Grace. But I've also kind of have a subtitle in my own mind, uh, and, uh, and it's something along the lines of um, don't let others show you up, all right? Now, I'm, I'm going to explain that here uh, in a minute from Second Corinthians chapter number 8, but let me pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message, Lord, please, and uh, help us from and help us to grow in this grace. Uh, that you've given us in these passages of Scripture. And in Jesus' name, amen. Now back to Second Corinthians in chapter number 8. As I began uh, the service time earlier talking about uh, the um, uh, challenge, if you will, from a pastor friend, and it wasn't... Um, When I got a text, and maybe if he watches this, you'll understand uh, that uh, I didn't feel like he was coercing me. That's not um, what he was doing at all, Um, but he just knows that we are a missions-minded church. Uh, He knows that this missionary is a a close friend, uh, somebody that I grew up with, uh, that we've taken people over uh, to minister to and have supported him. Uh, and uh, really his entire time uh, in, uh, in his mission field. Uh, and so he's basically saying, this is what we're going to, here's the need, if you didn't know, I'm like, I didn't know uh, that he had that need. Uh, he says, here's what it is, here's what we're going to do, and we're just asking you if you'd do the same. And, uh, and so when I, when I get that kind of request, it's a blessing uh, because uh, people know and understand um, and feel, by the way, uh, feel okay in asking. Um, and I think that's, that's great. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. Uh, and uh, we, uh, we're not to ask amiss uh, or to pray for the wrong things, uh, but sometimes, uh, you know, missionaries, all they got to do uh, is ask uh, and the need could be fulfilled uh, from, uh, in the churches and things uh, that they're in. And so um, he says, would you give, uh, could your church do $7,500 to help in this need? And, and, uh, and by the way, this, it will buy a, like a 2015 model, some kind of crossover, I think, is um, uh, what they're trying to purchase. Uh, and, uh, and so would you, would you do that? And, uh, and, uh, and immediately, um, even though it's not coercive, there's a little bit of pressure. Uh, and um, and it's but it's godly pressure, and here's why I, I say that uh, is because um, we give to missions to give to missions, uh, and uh, the Bible says if we have it, um, um, we should give it. Uh, if there's a need and uh, and it's somebody we support, we're already behind. Uh, so so there was a whole lot of it's not like uh, you know let me pray and fast over whether we should help um, because the Bible is clear that we should. Uh, and uh, and uh, it was a blessing uh, to be at now uh, for transparency's sake. I said, um, what's their sending church given uh, and does the sending church know? And I think that's important. And he's like, oh, I don't really know. And so uh, he called the sending church pastor. And, uh, and uh, that pastor called me and said, no, this is all uh, legit. I'm just, I just want to know if you know. Because uh, sometimes uh, uh, we'll um, uh, missionaries might decide to do something that uh, maybe the sending church pastor didn't know. Uh, and, uh, and so a need was created uh, by their benevolence. Uh, but it could be that the pastor said, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that and they did it anyway. And, uh, and I don't want to get in trouble uh, with uh, the sending church pastor because uh, we believe in, uh, in local church um, authority uh, when it comes uh, to those matters. And, uh, and so, uh, so the ask uh, was made uh, and I begin to think about all these these different things. And, and part of it was, um, this is a missions-minded church. Fat Brother McDaniel said this earlier on uh, in the day, said this church gives the missions and it's a blessing. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a good testimony to have. Amen. Okay? Um, but there's a reason why it's there and it's not what you think. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that, that God does. It's a grace yes. uh, that God gives. And we're going to look at that from this church Uh, in uh, chapter number 8 of 2 Corinthians. Um, Let me read. I'll just read these verses. We'll go back. I'm going to give you one point here uh, in just a a few minutes. The Bible says in verse number 1, Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded under the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power... They were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. Now, for sake of time, we can't really go into all the background surrounding this. This is Paul. He's writing to the church at Corinth. Remember, the church at Corinth Um, they had a lot of issues. Um, Every church got issues, but they had lots of issues. They were very carnal, uh, and uh, and Paul was very stern with them in his first letter. His second letter, not so stern. Um, They had worked on some things, but one of the things that had taken place a year prior to this uh, was their intention, the church at Corinth, to help uh, with the offering to go to the impoverished saints that were at Jerusalem. Right. So as Paul, on his missionary journeys, would travel, um, they, were, they were carrying money with them that they had collected from local churches uh, to try to minister to saints. And it's the, the fellowship of the ministering to the saints in its context. Uh, there was a partnership uh, that these churches were involved in, uh, in the benevolence and uh, the helping of the needy uh, in Jerusalem. It's, a, it's, it's almost backward from what we do uh, in the area of missions. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, but to be fair to the context, that's what was going on. Amen. So a year prior to that, uh, they had basically committed to uh, this offering uh, and they hadn't done it yet. Uh, and Paul's writing to them uh, to, to challenge them to, to finally give what they said they were going to do a, a year ago. And that'll be in another message uh, here in the weeks to come. Uh, but he points out uh, to them, uh, the churches of Macedonia, uh, and how that in their poverty and in their affliction, they, they were suffering a great deal. Uh, they gave. They gave. Uh, and the point that he was making, and it's kind of a, a, a weird point that I can't really get into altogether. He's, he's basically saying the church that Macedonia did all of this and, they, and they, needed, they didn't need to be coerced at all. They didn't need for me to ask them. Um, there, was no, there was no guilt tripping. Uh, there was no browbeating. Uh, there was none of that. These churches did it of their own will. Um, But he's now, remember, he's writing to the church at Corinth and he's using them as the churches of Macedonia as an example to challenge the church at Corinth to do the same thing. So the churches of Macedonia had received no coercion. Uh, But let me say this as well. One person's coercion is another person's challenge. Uh, I remember years ago somebody got mad at me for passing an offering plate in church. They said, We just don't we just don't agree with you passing an offering plate. It's like caution. And uh, like you're, you're like, you're coercing us, uh, you know, to, to give, to make, to make us give. And it just, uh, you would be surprised at uh, the, the spiritual conflicts uh, uh, that I have to, uh, to deal with uh, in people's minds. And I, I'm like, you know, I, I've told ushers, when the offering plate goes down, make sure it goes, don't, don't skip aisles. Make sure it goes through every aisle. Make sure everybody uh, has their hand on it and go right through. Uh, and uh, because you should feel bad if you're stealing from the Lord. And uh, and that's another message for another time. I'll just I'll just move on. Uh, and uh, but uh, the the one person's one person's performance based religion is another person's obedient service to Christ. It's a matter of perspective in a lot of in a lot of ways. And uh, and uh, so uh, so he's in in one respect, Paul is laying it thick on the church at Corinth. By what he's writing is the example, but the example that he was given, uh, giving to them was of churches in Thessalonica, uh, Berea, uh, in Philippi that needed none. There was, there, they didn't even have to ask. They did it of their own will uh, and collected for the offering and they were impoverished. The word, when it says they were uh, in the deep poverty, uh, has at its root like the Uh, Like a Jacques Cousteau, like in the depths, like the worst kind of poverty. The deep that is there is a deep, 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 deep poverty. Which, by the way, uh, if you're an American, you've never experienced that level of deep poverty. Okay. Um, The poorest amongst us in America are rich compared to a lot of people uh, in the world. And we know that. We don't like to admit it because, uh, because of that, that conflict we have. I mean, we won, and, 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 and money makes the world go around, and, and I get all of that. Uh, but these people were super poor uh, in, in a way that, uh, that uh, we'll probably never experience uh, in our life, even if the wheels come off and it's whatever, um, zo- zombie apocalypse and uh, and, uh, and everything else, um, uh, we still won't experience this level of poverty. But I want you to notice what he says about them, particularly in verse number one. He says, moreover, brethren, we do you to wit. That means we want you to understand uh, or we want to make known unto you um, of the grace of God bestowed upon the churches of Macedonia. So, if we, when we look ahead in this chapter into like, you know, um, verses 10, 11, others where they had prepared uh, something and he wanted them to perform it, these churches that he's referencing in Philippi, Thessalonica, Berea, uh, the, the spirit and attitude that they had was a refreshing one. And he's using them as the example. Now, when you think of these churches, um, their giving uh, in, in the way that they gave um, is commendable. It's, it's, uh, their open-handedness is something that is mentioned and it's a blessing. Like this morning, uh, Brother McDaniel um, referenced the open-handedness of Berean Baptist Church. OK, uh, and thanked us for our love for missions and missionaries. Um, but here's the thing. Um, when we give to missions, it's, it's all the grace of God doing it. Yes. It, is, it is the grace of God bestowed upon the churches of Macedonia. Uh, and so the believers in, in, at that time, they deserved uh, uh, in a way the, the kind of the accolades that were there, but it was the Lord that made them do it. Right, right. Uh, it, was, it was something, because you don't, you don't have a, a, a giving um, spirit like they had the grace uh, giving that they had um, without God doing it. Right. Because when you have nothing, uh, then, to, then to give to people in Jerusalem, perhaps that were better off than they were. Uh, and, uh, and you've, you've been there. Somebody's like, you know, um, raise the money for something. You're like, man, I wish I had that money. Uh, you know, I'm worse off than what they are. And uh, how about somebody show me a little bit of love? We've all been there. We won't admit it, uh, but there's a jealousy and envy and covetousness, all these negative traits that God warns us about as Christians that we shouldn't have that are overflowing in us. Uh, a lot of times, uh, and uh, we were just talking about uh, um, uh, some bonuses, like uh, some police departments offering bonuses to people to come over and this whatever. And so I'm like, man, I've been here the whole time. give, give me the bonus, right. Right, yeah. and uh, and uh, you know it's true. We're just we're just that way. So the Lord was the one who did this and uh, so there's no doubt that the Holy Spirit of God had been working in these churches and uh and we know because the it says the riches of their liberality and and the word abounded uh, is used there these are people that could have complained that that they didn't have uh to to be able to give uh but and we read about that in verse number two verse number three says For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves. And then it says, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gifts. So what that basically means is, is they, the poor people, begged Paul to take the money. It wasn't Paul begging them to give it, it was them entreating Paul to take it, there must have been some, you know, reticence on his uh, behalf to be like, you know, um, uh, to 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 not, you know, take it. Um, now, um, you know, we talk about hospitality, food, and different things. Achieve, uh, uh, and uh, uh, it's not something that uh, I would recommend uh, you try. I remember, uh, I think Colin uh, McCall tried it uh, when we were down there as well, uh, and uh, and he probably is of the same opinion. Uh, and uh, but uh, when you go into homes, let's say uh, whether it's on Navajo reservation, uh, well, I'll use that as example. When we, when I had that at Chi, um, we myself in um, in uh, wasn't uh, in Don Chitty, uh, we went to uh, a market in Shiprock. And it's basically an open-air market with all, like, blue tarps and tents and different types of things. And they'll sell everything from food, jewelry, and other types of stuff. And so we went into one of these deals, and I wanted to get a Navo taco. Mm-hmm. And I saw they had a chi, and when I went in there, there's was a little girl, and she is playing with her My Little Ponies. And by the way... Little girl was playing with her My Little Ponies, <laughs> and uh, I was, uh, that's free as well. Uh, and uh, and so if you're like a a, a brony uh, or whatever, um, don't tell me. Uh, and uh, so she's playing. So I started playing um, with uh, with her and their toys, and kind of you know just trying to be friendly. And I ordered. Uh, what we had, and I said, I'd like some achi, and they began uh, to prepare it. And we sat down, I was playing with the, uh, with the little girl, and I, I thought, oh, I forgot to order drinks. So I got back up and went to where she was working, and I said, I've, uh, excuse me, I said, I forgot, you know, uh, drinks. Can I have a Diet Coke uh, and uh, a water? Uh, and uh, so, um, so she goes and she grabs it, uh, and then I reached into my pocket to grab my wallet uh, to pay her for it, and she's like, "No." And I'm like, well, "No, I've got a." She said, "No, don't want it." And uh, <coughs> um, dirt poor. And you think of like the margin on a can of soda, you know, or whatever. There's not a whole lot of money to be made, and there wasn't a whole lot of people there, uh, in the first place. <laughs> so no, don't need it, and uh, and so I felt terrible. You know, I wanted to, you know, to do that, and uh, so we sat back down uh, with the drinks, and and uh, and Brother Chitty's like, that never happens. And uh, and then later that day, I was, I I left like four corners with like several hundred dollars worth of horsehair pottery. Uh, it's in my office. Amen. And I didn't have I didn't have uh, cash, and they wouldn't take um, um, a credit card. And so we were like from Four Corners to uh, uh, where we were in Waterflow um, uh, quite a ways. Right. And that lady's like, no, just take it. I'll come by sometime and you can give it to me. Uh, and so Brother Chidi's like, really, dude? Uh, you know, how, how is this happening? Yeah. My point is this, is that, you know, even though she... She, she did that. There's a part of me in that moment uh, that I began to, to not um, uh, begrudge or to deny when people who have little want to give. Yeah. Because they follow the same principles uh, as, as we do. Uh, and as we understand uh, the Bible, we can't, I'll give the Lord, and those types of things. So, so it was. It was basically uh, somebody who was poor, telling me, begging me to take what she was giving me, and me who was not poor, um, receiving from her. Uh, and uh, and and it was. And it's odd. It's it's a weird feeling, um, but but it was like in that. Like I say, in that moment where. I began to like to not um, to not doubt what God is doing and how God is using people. So, uh, again, for sake of time, here in this passage of Scripture, they were begging Paul, the poor people, begging Paul to take the money, uh, and uh, Paul had some kind of reluctance uh, in doing so. Uh, so they had to pray that, with much entreaty. It's kind of like, that's Bible speak for like, no, please, please take it. No, I don't really want it. No, it's, you. it's like when you've, um, it's not like how you argue over a bill at the restaurant because nobody wants to pay it. You're like, no, I'll take it. And you're, no, no, I really want to. And, and you know, and you're just kind of like let loose. Oh, okay, well, thank you. Uh, and uh, it's not, it's not like, it's, that's not the, the, the bargaining that's going on here. Yeah. This is like, Paul, no, I don't want it. And they're like, no, Please. Uh, and they're begging him uh, to, uh, to take it, got to hurry, imploring him uh, to do so. The Macedonians had, in fact, the Bible says here uh, in verse number um, 4, um, excuse me, verse 3, "...for to their power I bear record, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministry of the saints." And this they did, not as we hoped. So basically what he's saying is they, they did more than was expected right. of them. Uh, and uh, they exceeded the expectations of Paul by giving more than what he expected. He said, not only as we'd hoped. Uh, so th- there was an excess that they, that they gave that surprised him. It's like they can't in like what they did, they just like super can't. Uh, and uh, but but what we find here is a spiritual principle uh, at work, and that is the value of a gift is not measured in cost of its you know its monetary terms like silver, or gold, or euros or whatever. It's 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 measured instead by its costs in terms of sacrifice. Right. So he he said it's like the widow's mite. She gave all, uh, and, uh, and God, God blessed her, uh, and we're going to read later on another message because we're out of time uh, about giving, he's saying to this church, perform what you said you're going to do, you have a readiness of mind now, he says, now do it, and he's, and he's challenging them, read ahead verse number six, insomuch uh, that we desired Titus, that as he began, so he would also finish in you the same grace also verse seven uh, at the end he said he wanted them he says, you've grown in these virtues, I want you to abound in this grace also. He says, the church that didn't need coerced, blackmailed, um, they't didn't, they didn't you know uh, get to hear uh, or see the missionary display uh, and he, he said the church that didn't get any of that, they did. Far and beyond what we ever thought they would do, and uh, they entreated us that we would take it. He says, "Church at Corinth, the rich church, uh, the church that uh, that didn't struggle with their finances." He said, "You said a year ago you were going to do it." So I'm challenging you by this example of this this giving church to to do this. Now here's here's the here's the the key point uh, when. When God asks you uh, to give um, of, your, of yourself, um, your time, whatever, your finances, when you've given it all, for you to surrender a little is not a problem. Right. Um, look, notice what it says in verse 5. And this they did, not as we hope, but first gave their own selves to the Lord. Right. And, and uh, I've got that circled, and unto us by the will of God. So there's a whole other sermon in that. But the point is, is that they first gave themselves to the Lord. Right. Uh, and, uh, and as a consequence of their giving themselves to the Lord, they also gave themselves to others. Paul. Uh, the other the saints that are there, we give ourselves to the Lord. We always stop there. It's like, well, we need to put ourselves in the offering plate, give ourselves to the Lord, put Him first place and uh, seek Him first and all these things will be added unto us. Uh, but there's an and there. They gave themselves first to the Lord uh, and to uh, uh, unto us by the will of God. Amen. So there's a part of it where we, we yes, we give ourselves to the Lord, but we give ourselves to, to one another. And we give ourselves to the missionaries and, uh, and we, we, we read their letters and we, uh, we pray for their needs. And, uh, and we, we think about them when uh, they have special days and we communicate concerning giving and receiving there. Uh, we, we're giving ourselves to them. It's not just, it's not just uh, you know, a, a little bit of money here and there as they come through. It's, it's a giving of ourselves to him. And the only way that we can do that and continue to do that is if we have more grace. And, uh, and that's the challenge. The challenge from uh, the pastor, hey, would you give uh, your church $7,500? We'll give $7,500 and it'll take care of this need. And by the way, if more churches just did that, here's a need, uh, can you help, can you help? And it's done. That is, that's great. Because one of the things uh, uh, that I despise about our uh, programming uh, in our churches uh, is that it oftentimes takes the missionaries uh, to struggle in a struggle deeply before they hopefully maybe kind of uh, in a way, in a roundabout way, um, share that they might have possibly have a need. Yeah, that that and uh, when they could just go, hey, you know, we got this need. Can you help us? Yeah, we got the money. You can hear Here you go. Uh, and uh, would solve a whole lot of problems. Maybe missionaries would get to the field quicker and, uh, and uh, et cetera. But, uh, but I just despise the fact that missionaries, uh, who, by the way, are doing things that most of us should never do, um, have to go around um, asking, um, you know, for things. And so when somebody says to me, hey, Brother Reno, um, we have this need, uh, I know, uh, just as a, as a man with blood flowing through my veins, that just asking was pretty hard. And, uh, and so I'm not going to be like, oh, well, do you, do you really need it? Uh, and, uh, and on and on and on and make them feel bad for asking. Uh, I'm like, thank you for asking. Uh, and uh, let's, see about, uh, let's see about taking care uh, of that need. All that to say, um, faith, promise, missions, giving, uh, whether we, we give to special offerings or whatever. Um, I, I love uh, that uh, our church has a testimony uh, for missions and giving. Uh, and, and, and our um, uh, Puyallup uh, means generous people. Um, so I know that. I don't know what preaching coffee man is in Navajo, uh, but I know what, what Puyallup is in Puyallup. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and so generous people um, but the only so it's like when people like when he said that this morning you know it's it's embarrassing it's like brother Reno is and, uh, and whatever and he's in this church and thank you and uh, and 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 there's a part of yes it's true um but it's only because God does it yes, sir. it's the Sorry. grace of giving it's the grace of the church bestowed upon. He said, let me tell you about the grace that God has bestowed to these churches. And he says, you need to have this same grace also, Corinth. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and at Berean Baptist Church, we need that grace and we need to abound in that grace. And so I'm asking our church to humble ourselves and ask for more grace. Yes. It's not just me asking for you to give $5 more on November 7th. It's asking for more grace because if you give $5 more, it's God that's doing it because it's the grace of God working in you. It isn't us like figuring out, and we do because we, we give according to what we have in this passage of Scripture, uh, but, uh, but it's a uh, the grace, the, the grace giving is not dictated by ability. Uh, it has nothing to do with being well off. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's viewing giving as a privilege, uh, it's, it's, it's giving joyously and, and enthusiastically. Yes. It's because, because God is so good uh, and he's so good to us. Uh, and, uh, and, and it's just, so we need to ask God, give us more grace. Yes. If God gives us more grace, then our faith promise commitments will go up. Amen. Right. Uh, then we can do more uh, and, uh, and help more people. But that's really what our need is. Is, is we, God, we want more. Uh, and, and here's the awesome part. God does give more grace. Yes. Um, but it, 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 needs, it takes for us to humble ourselves uh, to God uh, and, and to pray and ask God for that. You see, it's kind of like, it's better than, like, if you say, I need patience. And so, so I'm just praying, asking God to give me patience. What are you asking God to do if you want patience? You're asking for tribulation. And, uh, and so, so it's not like that. It's, it's like, God, I, I, I need more grace. And God knows, and, and, and he, he'll give it. God, help me um, and, and give me more grace. I want this grace. I want to abound in this grace. I'm not. For whatever reason, I'm not. Uh, and, uh, and, and, I, and I need it. And when, somebody, and when somebody says, you know, gives you uh, uh, the award for the greatest missions giver, you know you know it's all God. Because right. if it was up to you, you'd spend it. I'd spend it on coffee. <laughs> uh, you know, I got Harley parts I need to buy. And, uh, and if it was up to me, if it was up to you, you'd do with it what you want to do with it. Right. So when we give uh, to this need for this missionary, it's all the grace of God. Yeah. And that's why when somebody says, hey, thank you for being a missions-minded church, you say, glory to God. Amen. Uh, because because it's it's the grace of God bestowed upon us that does it. So would you ask Him for more grace? Would you? Let's all stand and uh, heads bowed and uh, our eyes closed this morning and.